At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, Sharp Money, best time of the year. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Amal Shaw, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. We've got professional handicapper in about 59 minutes, Steve Fezzik stopping by to talk about how to attack the tournament. But right now, Amal Shaw, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to have you introduce our guest, Terrence Oglesby, of course, because you were talking about his range when he played at Clemson. You remember Terrence playing? I do. This guy was long distance. I mean, he was dialing. He was making collect calls on people, and they were accepting the charges when he was burying them on them. I'll tell you what, he had... You know when they say in the gym, uh, gym range, he had the green light as soon as he arrived in Clemson. And, I mean, absolutely could light it up from there. Because I was a big better on Clemson at home. I'm an anti-Brad Brunel on the road at home at Little John. Give me them laying two every night of the week against everybody. They would make you money all year long. Terrence Oglesby, the field is 68, ESPN, Fox, Bally, CBS Sports, T underscore Oglesby 22 on Twitter. Did them all lie there, Terrence? Is everything true? Uh, I will say this. I, I could shoot it now. It's a long time ago. So my memory doesn't serve me all that well, but uh, once upon a time I could shoot it. And, and the green light is, is, a, is the right term, at least in my mind. <laughs> by, by the way, I love how you try to bring these humble guys around me. So I might show some humility. This are you kidding no. me? Stop it with this nonsense. You came across half court. If you didn't cover him, it was three. Let's get back on defense. Well, there's some, Hey, there's the something mount- to be said there. There's something the to be Mountain said there West. because every time I stepped on the court, as soon as I touched it, they started yelling, shoot it. The fans started yelling, shoot it. So did I most of the time? Yes. All the time. We'll, no, get, no. we'll, we'll get to the Mountain West in a second. I heard you and them all talking right before we came on and you do like this Houston team. So let's start there. One seed out in the Midwest. They were your number two overall one seed. The Marcus Sasser growing on Saturday night is huge here, Terrence. Well, it absolutely is because it gives them a guy that they can go to at the end of the clock. Uh, that's one huge part of it. I, I mean, when you get to the NCAA tournament, everybody knows everybody. The scouting is so good, and you have to have guys that are able to make plays on their own at the end of the, both the shot clock and at the end of games. Marcus Sasser is certainly that. Jarris Walker is obviously terrific. But this Houston team, they control their controllables as well as anybody else in college basketball. It looks like it hurts to play Houston. You cut through the lane, you're getting chucked. You go for an offensive rebound, you can forget it. These guys dominate the boards. They really defend. And when Marcus Sasser's playing, they're as good as anybody because he's that guy that can create shots at the end of the clock and put them in position to win. They're high level. They've been that way all year. I actually, I'm not discouraged 
by them dropping one towards the end of the season. I'm not discouraged about that. A lot of times that actually helps guys kind of get back in the rhythm of things. Houston's still good. I actually have them picking. I have them winning the national championship in Houston. Jim Nance's last game calling it. He's a Houston guy. It's going to be a storybook ending. I need this to happen because I have Houston. So I, I like your call there. I want to go to a team right now that's the number one overall seed, Alabama. We were talking about them before you came on. Um, what do you like about them, or is there something that you may see with them that you may not like? Tell me how you break down Alabama, because I thought they've really played well, and Nato's have done a tremendous job. Oh, he's done a ter- terrific job. And another thing is, when you have the best player on the floor every night, you're going to give yourself a chance. Yeah. Alabama is absolutely terrific. And I think a lot of it goes back to the unsung hero of that team, Charles Bidiaco. They can get out and they can play that pressure defense because he's back there waiting on them. He fixes a lot of mistakes. That's one of the great things about him. Uh, it's a team that can shoot it. Mark Sears was a terrific addition from Ohio. It's a team that can defend at a high level. They can take some risk out on the perimeter defensively. And with Charles Bidiaco back there in the back, it, it changes things for them from a defensive perspective. It reminds me a lot of the Alabama team from a few years ago when Herb Jones was on the team. They could defend, they could switch, and they had guys behind them that could really protect the rim. This Alabama team does it on both ends, and when you need a basket, you have the most talented player in college basketball and Brandon Miller. That certainly helps things. Terrence Oglesby, the field of 68 analyst joins us here on sharp money, a team. I know you saw in person Kent state. So let's talk about this 13, four matchup with Indiana. They absolutely boat race Toledo uh, the other night. It's a very well balanced Kent state team. This, the reason I bring it up, Terrence, is because they're getting bet here. Indiana opened a five and a half point favorite. It's down to four. Do you agree with those that are betting Kent State right now? I have Kent State to the Sweet 16, and I know that might be an unpopular opinion. Wow. But sincere carry can carry a team. And not only that, I was able to see them in person. I watched them play their, their senior night against Akron. That team is big. They're strong. They're physical. Guys, referees swallow their whistles in the NCAA tournament. You have to be able to withstand the physicality of what comes with March. Kent State can do that. Sincere Carey, he's an older player. He can score the basketball a little bit unorthodox, and they're filled to the brim with a bunch of power forwards playing guards because they're so tough. Multiple all-defensive team guys in the MAC and multiple bodies that they can throw against Trace Jackson Davis. They can guard on the perimeter, and if they can cover Trace Jackson Davis one-on-one, which is very hard to do, I realize that. I think Kent State, from an offensive perspective, can certainly compete because of sincere carry and his playmaking ability in isolation situations. Love the call there on Kent State. Don't hold this next question against me in terms of you coming back on the show, but I've got to ask you about the team that Patrick and I think are playing as well as anybody, and that's Duke. Right now, Lively, Filipowski, Roach. This team really seems to have it rolling. Tell me how you break down Duke. They have Oral Roberts and the potentially Tennessee, Louisiana there. But we think they could be a nightmare matchup potentially for Purdue. I have them in the Final Four. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't have Purdue making it all the way that direction. I think Memphis gets Purdue in the second round. And Mm -hmm. we'll get to that here in a minute. But this Duke team are playing well at the most crucial part of the year. And give John Shire a lot of credit. I think he's done a terrific job throughout the course of this season. Why? He's had to adjust constantly. But yet, their defense has held them up the majority of the year. I think the biggest curveball that he threw into this entire mess was when Tyrese Proctor and Jeremy Roach started the season. Proctor was the two. Roach was the one. Well, he found out that wasn't working all that well. Switches him. Proctor Proctor brings the ball up the floor. And Roach can come into a secondary playmaker, which quite frankly – Fits his game and style of play a little bit more. Derek Lively has come along as a rim protector. They've guarded all year long. And now Derek Whitehead and some of these other guys have gotten comfortable with what they're doing. This Duke team is dangerous. And Kyle Filipowski, who I hadn't even mentioned yet, is a guy that you can go to, a skilled foreman that's seven feet, that makes plays happen with consistency. John Shire's done a terrific job. And they could also play in Houston. And I have them there. Well, seven to one to get out of their region if you do like Duke. Terrence Oglesby joining us. And I think like you said a, a little earlier, Amal, uh, if Coach K's teaching this, if he's coaching this team, I don't know if they're defending like they are for Shire. You know, to me, I, I look, you know, I don't like the rats, so I'm going to criticize them. And I like John Shire. <laughs> okay, be nice. <laughs> I, I am. Be, listen, 
look, the bottom line is they bought in defensively. And Terrence, what I was saying is you never saw a team that could stymie Carolina the way they have in the two matchups this year. I was really impressed with what they're doing defensively. And one of the things I like is nobody's trying to play over their skis. Roach does what he needs to. Filipowski, which you referenced, does what he needs to. Lively doesn't try to go out there and be a 10-10 and 10 guy. He's like, I'm going to defend it, and I'm going to grab rebounds, and then I'll go and run, uh, run to the rim when necessary. Uh, there's a lot to be said there. Role definition is so incredibly important, and Shire has done that while having his guys still in a good mood. How many college coaches can you get guys, one through seven, one through eight, to be in a good mood about their role? It's huge. And the fact that they're finally healthy. One of the things that I liked early in the season, and you referenced it, I don't think Coach K would have had this team defended like they, defending like they are now. Uh, I, to be honest with you, I felt like Coach K, he was getting some of these ultra-talented guys who was just letting them go. This recruiting class that's here now wasn't as highly touted, and it wasn't as, as good of a class coming in. So he had to pick and choose his spots, put guys in the right spot, and he's certainly done that. I liked it at the beginning of the year. He would throw in some pressing segments to try to mix some things up when teams were really in a rhythm. Hasn't done that as much as of late, but with Whitehead back, with Lively playing as he is, uh, you have to love what they're doing defensively. We were talking, Terrence, during the break. Uh, the Mountain West, 0 for 4 last year. They got four more teams in this year. College of Charleston. Kelsey, you saw this team in person. He's done a hell of a job with College of Charleston and San Diego State, a round one matchup. San Diego State, I don't know if it's the football team. We were joking. It looks like they live in the gym, uh, but they're laying five against a College of Charleston team here. You know what? I love that Charleston team. I had a, a, a chance to call them whenever they played Del Delaware in conference early in the season for CBS. And, I, and it's, a, it's a team that's so deep. And so old and so strong. They have three guys, gentlemen, that are Division II transfers that transferred up and are big-time contributors. One guy that's an NAIA transfer that transferred up is a big-time contri contributor. You want to talk about a big, strong team in San Diego State. While Charleston doesn't necessarily look that way, they have a lot of guys that are almost 26, 27 years old, it seems like. They're not actually that old, but you get my drift. Uh, it's a team that they're – they're 10 deep. They play a lot of bodies. They play a certain style. If they play quick, and it's all going to come down to tempo, if Charleston plays quick and they're hitting shots from the perimeter, I like Charleston to win in that game. And when you talk about the Mountain West, the team that I do have picked to advance, I like this Boise State team. I've called them a couple of times for FS1. Boise State and what Leon Rice has done, they have weapons. You play against a team in Northwestern that has Boo Booey, that has Chase Audige. Max Rice is really talented. He can score it, but it's going to come down to Marcus Shaver. I really like the way that young man plays. He's composed. If they're able to stay composed, not turn the basketball over and give Northwestern easy shots around the basket, this Boise team can win a game. Interesting. Hey, Terrence, quick question. Can you stick around for 10 more minutes? Because we have so many questions we haven't asked you. Do you have time to stick around for 10 minutes? Yeah, I'll do one more. Let's do it. Are you sure? Okay. If not, Absolutely. during the break, we'll say goodbye. But quickly, want to let you guys know, we do have breaking news as far as a coaching hire. It looks like Damon Stoudemire, Amal Shaw, is going to be hired at Georgia Tech. Yeah, I saw that. It was a good move. I thought it was time to move on from Josh Pastner. Uh, they need some new lifeblood in there. you got to be able to recruit Atlanta. If you can recruit the 404, you can become a competitor in the ACC very quickly. There's certain markets, Houston, Atlanta, Miami in football. If you can put a fence around your neighborhood, you got a chance to be competitive immediately. Terrence, can you give me 30 seconds on Damon Stoudemire there at Georgia Tech? Yeah, I think you guys are right. I think Damon Stoudemire, he did a terrific job at Pacific. Pacific's not an easy gig. And for him to go and work for the Celtics a little bit, bring somebody different to the Atlanta area, and that's a tough place. you got six shoe teams on the high school circuit in Atlanta. That's not an easy gig. Damon Stoudemire is going to have to find a way to finagle that with a Georgia Tech University that has some academic standards that can be tough. So if there's a guy who can do it, I think it's a good hire. Damon Stoudemire should be able to pull it off. Terrence Oglesby, the field is 68. We may have hoodwinked him for like eight more minutes when we come back at Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, become a VSIN pro today and get everything you need to bet the madness this year. It's only $19. So, whether you're filling out your bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Only VSIN pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. It's all there. You've got Brent Musburger, Greg Hoops Peterson. Sign up today to get the betting guides, plus full access to VSIN. Through the tournament for $19, go to vcin.com slash subscribe. That's vcin.com slash subscribe. Okay, we're back at Sharp Money. Best time of the year here on vcin, the sports betting network. He's Amal Shaw, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson with the breaking NFL news. And of course, Terrence Oglesby joining us. And we did hoodwink him for another segment. We were talking, Terrence, uh, and I know you worked out there in the past. We were talking about Vegas. You know, the second weekend is going to be Sweet 16 Elite 8 in Vegas. All kidding aside, is that's kind of a trap for some of these kids going to the Vegas for the first time. Yeah, they got to they be careful. They got to be careful out in the streets of Vegas. That's for sure. No, I, it's a look. It's a great city. It's been long overdue. And the way that uh, sports betting has kind of not finalized around the country, I think it was a no brainer to get it there. I mean, what better way to host a lot of different teams and a lot of different people than to get them out to Las Vegas? I think it's a great idea. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, you bring up a great point. Next year, the Final Four is going to be here. Terrence, real quickly, in terms of the t- TV timeouts, they're longer in because the CBS broadcast has more commercials. How much does that help a team that's got a shorter bench and the rotations tend to tighten up? How much are you concerned about depth and rotations as we get into these matchups in the round of 64 and round of 32? I think depth always hurts, but really who wins NCAA championships? It's talented teams, talented teams with coaches that defend. I think that's the big thing. Uh, TV timeouts, what is it, 30 seconds? I'm not as worried about teams getting tired outside of the time that we played Villanova in the first round in Tampa. I want to say in 2008 where we had seven practices within 48 hours. And let me say this, guys. There's a lot to be said here. It's difficult sometimes for coaches to realize that this point in the season, less is more. Because you have media time, you have media time for all your players. You have a media practice there at the facility. You have a walkthrough on your own, and then you might have practice on your own. You have to be careful at managing how much time your guys are on your feet. Because I saw on a firsthand basis, if you practice too much, it could really hurt you. We were up 20 on Villanova in 2008. They end up coming back and beating us in the second half for no other reason than we were exhausted. So to elaborate on your point, I'm sure it helps. What is it, an extra 30 seconds? I, I thought it was a minute, but I could be wrong. Wow, that, that's pretty substantial. But at the same time, like, 
I'm not overly concerned with the TV timeouts. To be honest with you, it's the first time I've really even thought about it. Good question. <laughs> you saw you saw Vermont in person. I'm going to tell you what's happening right now with the market and have you react, Terrence. Marquette. Marquette, Amal and I were talking. That's a legit national title contender. Mar Marquette's a wagon right now. However, Marquette opened 11.5-point favorite. It's been bet down to 10.5, so the sharp players are betting Vermont here. What are your thoughts on this Marquette-Vermont matchup? Is there a tougher guy in college basketball than Tyler Kolick? I want to say no. Uh, I had him voted, you know, first team All American. He, he's one of those guys that can really make it happen from a different, from a variety of positions. And you're playing two teams that like to play five wide and spread it out. Uh, here's my only issue with how Vermont plays. They rely on Dylan Penn to make a lot of plays from the post. Whenever you're playing against bigger power conference teams, you're having to make it make those plays against bigger, stronger, more physical players. So the type of guy they're going to be going up against scares me. That being said, Finn Sullivan uh, was the America East player of the year. He's terrific. You have different guys that can make things happen. Uh, Matt Verretto was, get this guys, played at Delaware one season, took three years away, got his finance degree at UConn, decided, hey, I want to play basketball again. Goes and plays for Vermont this year, and he's a three-point shooter who lit it up in the second half of the championship game. It's a team that can shoot. It's a team that plays unselfish and really passes the ball. The only problem is when things shut down, I'm not really sure they have somebody that can score facing the basket. It's going to make it difficult. When you're playing a Marquette team that has several of those guys, I think that 11 points, I would lean more towards Marquette as opposed to Vermont. I want to go to an intriguing matchup on the 8-9. There's actually two of them here. Uh, Illinois, Arkansas, Razorbacks, two-and-a-half-point favorite. We saw Nick Smith, big-time recruit, wouldn't be a high lottery pick. He was injured early in the season. This Illini team, to me, has been a little bit disappointing. Uh, Terrence Shannon transfers in. He hasn't quite had the impact that I thought he would, and then Michael Mayer from Baylor as well. Uh, how do you see this matchup? I, it's it's hard for me to disagree with you there. Illinois, for all intents and purposes, I looked at them as the Big Ten team that could make the deepest run. The only problem is they ran into that 8-9 game, so they have to beat Arkansas and then potentially, who is it, Kansas? Yeah. Ooh, that's not something I would wish on anybody. Arkansas is really talented. I just feel like Illinois, they're so well-rounded to where they can compete with you in different ways. Do you need to guard somebody bigger? You have Dane Danger you could throw in there. Do you want to go five smaller, quote-unquote? Coleman Hawkins could play the five at 6'10", 6'11". Then you have Matt Meyer who can step out and shoot the ball and also defend at a high level. Illinois hasn't been consistent, but when they're good, they're really, really good because they have several different guys that can create shots, can make shots, and when they share the ball, they're elite. I feel like Coleman Hawkins has finally taken that step into superstardom, especially during Big Ten play. Can he move it over against a quality team in Arkansas that has dealt with their series of issues all season long? And both of these teams, quite frankly, guys, in my opinion, have underperformed throughout the course of the year. These were teams that we thought would be two, three, four seeds in the NCAA tournament. When we looked at them in November, they've struggled with some different things. Sky Clark leaves, Nick Smith dealt with injury. Two really talented teams and two teams that could give Kansas a run for their money. If I'm picking, I like Illinois just because those guys have been together longer and Nick Smith is just kind of brand new to all the equation. Love it. 6-11 matchup. Kentucky-Providence. I ask you, Terrence, because you saw Providence play in person. They've lost four of five coming in. This number's only three and a half with Kentucky laying it. Where are you on Kentucky-Providence as far as a matchup? Are, are, are we calling this the Bryce Hopkins Bowl? Because that's important. <laughs> I mean, how good has that guy been for Providence all season long? Uh, it's a Providence team that's tough. Noah Locke, a, tr a Louisville transfer, can really shoot the basketball, really defend. Jared Bynum has been... I'm not going to say the word disappointing, but I think with this roster, the way it was configured, he didn't fit it as well to where he could be a spark plug off the bench and be a curveball to what was starting for that team last year. This year, he was preseason all Big East and then kind of struggled to get that team to play with any level of consistency. Kentucky and those guys, Oscar Sheboy, we know what they are. I felt like Kentucky finally found something there towards the end of the season with going bigger, going a bigger lineup. Antonio Reeves was starting to hit shots. He had a 30-piece towards the end of the season, and then Oscar Sheboy is going to Oscar Sheboy. Here's my issue, though. I think Ed Cooley is going to coach circles around John Calipari. I think Cal has better players. I think Providence has a better coach. And Oscar Sheboy has struggled to guard, guard ball screens this year. Cooley's going to put him in that spot. Bynum has to be terrific. Is If he is, Providence can win. If he's not, Kentucky wins by 15.
I want to talk about a wow. matchup with, in my opinion, two good coaching uh, coaches here. Uh, Michael Shrewsbury of uh, Penn State and Texas A&M and Buzz Williams. There's not a bigger Jalen Pickett fan in the country than I am. And I said to Patrick, I'm glad they got in because I want people to be able to see this kid play. Tell me how you like this matchup. A&M's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. And I think Marvel's been underrated in the center area for this A&M team all season long. Well, there's a lot to be said there. And not just him, but Tyrese Radford is a bully. At 6'2", 215 pounds, he plays the four at times, guys. And he's one of the hardest-playing <laughs> guys in all of college basketball. I love Buzz Williams' coach teams. And year four is usually when he starts get roll, gets to uh, his team playing well. Enjoy him, though, while you have him, Texas A&M, because by, six, by year six, he's out of there. Forget about it. That's his, that's his thing. It's a tried and true tradition there for Buzz Williams. He's a really good coach, but he preaches toughness, and that team is tough. I think Wade Taylor is the best point guard in the country nobody's talking about. I love Jalen Pickett. He has been that consistent even since his days at Siena, guys. He's been that point forward, power forward, point guard, shooting guard, doesn't matter what he is. He was up for the koozie. What are we talking about? This guy has been terrific all season long. Uh, in Penn State, they play small ball. They can shoot it. That being said, uh, quick story. When I was coaching at Clemson, we played Virginia Tech when Buzz was there. Those guys were down 15. They were still spraying to the helpline. It's hard to get guys to do that. I think Buzz is going to get those guys playing in the right way. I think A&M actually makes it to the Sweet 16 after playing Texas in the second round. Watch out for that matchup. 30 seconds. You got Houston winning it all. I believe that's what you said before we started here. I have Houston winning it all, and then Bama, Duke, and UCLA in the Final Four. Love it. Hey, man, listen, safe travels to Vegas. Thank you so much for doing this. You stayed an extra segment. Terrence Oglesby, of course, the field is 68, ESPN Fox. You can find him on Twitter, at T underscore Oglesby 22. Terrence, sincerely, thank you very much. Great job, man. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me. And that is me on Twitter. Ignore the picture. It's me. I got hacked. I can't figure it out. Outside of that, it's me. I can't wait to see you guys in Vegas. I'm going to come by, say hello. Thank you very okay. much. T underscore Oglesby 22. And that is him. That's the real deal. We appreciate it. that was Amal. That's about as good as it gets, my man. Oh, that was unbelievable. That was, that was absolutely fantastic. I like his pick for the final four. Also, uh, I'm telling you for me, I, I hope Houston wins it all. But if UCLA is healthy with Bona, I know there's no Jalen Clark. I still think the Bruins are extremely dangerous. Injuries are big here. Marcus Sasser, Houston. Yep. Ziegler, we talked about Tennessee. Another defender and a point guard kind of gets the engine of that Tennessee team. And I think the Clark injury, they keep on talking about it here in UCLA. You talk about on the ball, off the ball as a defender. He's tremendous. Okay. Fezzik, professional handicapper at the top. Next, breaking NFL news. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Sharp Money is presented by the one and only nicotine pouch that's helped millions achieve lasting change. It's Zen Nicotine Pouches. What makes Zen so special? Glad you asked. It's made of only six simple ingredients and offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction. It's available in 10 flavored and unflavored varieties and two strengths. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch that offers a risk-free trial and a robust rewards program. So whether you've tried making a change before, you're just getting started, Zen's got something to make the change a little bit easier. If you're a smoker or a dipper looking to make a change, you know there are a lot of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com forward slash find. That's zyn.com forward slash find. As we got you back here on Sharp Money. It's been a fun show. A lot of energy, and that's what the next month is, of course, with the tournament upon us. Amal Shaw, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Terrence Oglesby did a tremendous job. And by the way, he wasn't supposed to be on for two segments, but he had a great connection and an answer to everything. One team we didn't, and we'll get to some breaking NFL news here in a second. The Bears have made a splash. One team we didn't ask him about, and it goes with what we were talking about on Friday, a team that's under the radar right now, Gonzaga. Them all. Yeah, absolutely. I think the three seed is correct for them, but I think people are overlooking the season they had. I'm not worried about the fact that they dismantled St. Mary's. They're just more talented than Randy Bennett's Australian national team. But overall, if you look at the three matchups, the one they lost in overtime, they were still the better team for 40 minutes in Moraga, beat them well up at the kennel, and then in Vegas, they just absolutely laid a beat down on them. I think people are overlooking the fact that offensively, 
they are still as good, if not better than anybody in basketball. I get that Alabama can play with them, but remember, they beat this Alabama team fairly comfortably, and if you saw that game, Patrick, Brandon Miller was absolutely out of his mind in that matchup. Now they get Grand Canyon, a team that finished fifth, tied for fifth in the WAC this year. Not as good as Drew's teams have been in the past, but they can shoot the ball from the perimeter, but I still think it's going to be tough when you look at Timmy and Strother. They just don't have the horses to be able to keep up with this Zags team. Three and a half to one to get out of the brutal West. UCLA is your favorite at three to one. Kansas, your one seed, your second betting, betting favorite at three and a quarter. I mentioned Gonzaga at three and a half and UConn, a mall's team there, four and a half to one with the Huskies. Okay, I mentioned breaking news, three point stance, little NFL news. The Bears, who have a ton of cap space, I think it was close to 100 million, they're giving former Bills linebacker Tremaine Edmonds a four year, $72 million deal that includes 50 in guarantees. It's the largest four year contract for an inside linebacker in the NFL. So that's one piece of news we mentioned earlier today. And Big Guy, I'll come to you because you've been keeping and monitoring the NFL free agency. We mentioned Garoppolo. It looks like the Raiders are going to make him their bridge quarterback. The team needs to save some money. They moved on from Derek Carr. Three years, $67 million for Garoppolo. Again, they got to fix that defense. They need to add pieces. It's a vet, add stability, and he knows the system. That's one of the things about McDaniel's system. They say it takes a year to learn, but once you learn it, you're kind of fluent in it. Garoppolo comes in already knowing the system. I, I kind of been comparing him on the show as we've been dis discussing. Garoppolo's like a mid-major. You're paying him mid-major money, yep. so you're not breaking the bank. And also, if everything around him is special and right, he can obviously take you to the Super Bowl like he did San Francisco. So again, Amal, before we get to Dustin with more updates, Garoppolo to the Raiders. Yeah, look, it's a good signing based on the price tag, right? About 22 something per year. I think it's a three-year, $67.5 million a year, so 22.5. Uh, I think it's going to be a good fit overall when you look at the skill positions. He's got to stay healthy. He's only played in, I, I want to say, like 56 games for the Niners over six years. Health is a real concern here, Patrick. I just don't yep. know if he's going to be able to give you 17 games. So you better be prepared where it's, whether it's Jared Stidham or anybody else. I don't even know if Stidham's still on the roster there. But to me, that's, that's the big concern I have when you look at this Raiders team. I want to go back to the Tremaine Edmonds signing. Look, good deal, four years, $72 million because they have a ton of cap space. But here's my argument. Edmonds is really good. I like his height. 6'5", former first-round pick out of Virginia Tech. But you could have signed Roquan Smith for five years and $100 million that the Ravens gave him. I would have taken that dude at that price over Tremaine Edmonds for $18 million per and pay Ra Roquan $20 million. I think that's fair. Now, we reported Trey Wingo a little bit earlier said it's a done deal. Rodgers to the Jets. <laughs> Dove Kleiman who's big time in NFL circles and well-connected is saying it's a done deal. He said, breaking Packers quarterback, Aaron Rodgers is being traded to the jets. It's done. Now this is 15 years after, of course, Brett Favre was traded to the jets. Now it looks like longtime Packers quarterback, Aaron Rodgers is going to do the same again. We can't officially report it, but many outlets reporting potentially Rodgers to the jets is done. We'll go to you, big guy. You hearing anything on that front? And let's get some more of the news as far as free well, agency. Uh, no, I do think Dove Kleiman was just piggybacking off of what was being reported so by he was Wingo. Picking up the, he was picking up the Wingo report. Yeah. Okay. And because Rappaport came out and said nothing's done yet. He'd love to be able to report that, but <laughs> nothing's happening yet. Okay, because, so we, let's be again, real. we're not making this official. We're just yeah. letting you know that there's smoke. And think about it from Roger's perspective. He's going to share his day with all these other people making moves. You know Aaron Rodgers better than that. Well, actually, I don't, them all? I don't know Aaron Rodgers at all, so I can't comment, but I get your point, Dustin. You, you've seen him from the outside. You've been a voyeur to the Aaron Rodgers experience. Not really. You know, I, I couldn't care less. Just let me know where he is when uh, OTAs open up, and we'll worry about it then. <laughs> okay. It is Vicious. legal tampering. <laughs> Wednesday. Well, hold on a second. Officially. Isn't that an oxymoron? What's that? Legal tampering? Yeah, I guess it is. Thank you. Yeah, you're Let's right. Keep it I didn't even think about it that way. <laughs> Uh, Wednesday, officially free agency opens while we've been doing the show for what an hour and 36 minutes. And again, professional handicapper Fezzik coming up in about 20. What else have we missed in the NFL? I'm, guy. I'm hoping to get legal tampered with at some point. Um, Jesse Bates, former Bengals safety, big signing here by the Atlanta Falcons four years, $64 million. This just coming in in the last couple minutes here. I, I tell okay. you what, did you ever think of Jesse Bates is getting that kind of money? 
No, I didn't. Bob, that, he was with Cincinnati, right? Yes. And you lose Von Bell as well. I think he goes to Carolina. Yes. Um, I mean, so a little bit of a surprise. Then uh, we had the big man in the middle from um, from the Eagles go to the 49ers. Hargrave. Uh, went Hargrave. To Hargrave. So the yeah. rich get richer. Defensive tackle. Javon Hargrave has agreed to a four-year, $84 million deal, 40 guaranteed with the San Francisco 49ers. So, again, he's going to turn 30 in February, but that's a big pickup for a team that's already ridiculous defensively in the 49ers. No no question about it. The big thing, though, I'm surprised San Francisco has decided to roll the dice a little bit with the Brock Purdy injury and Trey Lance being a bit of an uncertainty at the quarterback position and their window being open right now. And I'll tell you what. I mean, I haven't really thought about it, but it feels like the NFC has been about as easy as it's been in a while. I mean, I get Phillies right there, but other than that, who are you really concerned about? And now you just took a big piece off the board for the Philadelphia Eagles. They lose both their coordinators. They lose Hargrave. I mean, that that's a big blow when you look at it from a Philadelphia standpoint. We know for a fact that Aaron Rodgers has not officially been traded to the Jets, but I can tell you officially the quarterback for the Jets won't be Mike White. Amal Shaw, the Miami Dolphins and former New York Jets quarterback Mike White have agreed on a two-year deal worth up to 16 mil. Yeah, Stephen Ross must have had a nice night at the uh, craps table. How the hell are you giving Mike White $16 million? I mean, give me a break. That's what is this, Monopoly? That's a, that's a lot that's of a cheddar lot of for a guy who had a couple of nice games. Remember Scott Mitchell, Mr. Detroit? Scott Mitchell was at Scott Mitchell flipped one year with Miami yes. into a really good run with the Detroit Lions. How about Matt Scott Lynn, Mitchell and game. Herman Moore was a special connection, my friend. <laughs> By the way, you know, oh my God, I forgot about Mr. UVA. He was so good, eighty four. He was so he's the only guy Herman Moore you could legitimately throw a fade route to in the end zone and expect it to be completed. Yeah, the problem is every offensive coordinator has watched that play for thirty years and they keep running it every week. Unless it's eighty four from Virginia or Randy Moss, that play doesn't work particularly well. Scott Mitchell, I, this was back in the day. We used to be, we were such big Lions fans, and we went to, they had a Halloween party, and Scott Mitchell came dressed as Wayne Fonts. Oh, yeah, I remember that. He what was it, drunk, right? What it, well, he came hammered, with allegedly, with a cigar, and he literally just stuck stuff into his shirt to make him look like he had a fat belly, and that was his head coach. He came dressed as Wayne Fonts. But, but, so, again, go ahead. By the way, five, $5 favorite right now, Mitchell looks just like that. <laughs> I can't I can't speak on the aesthetics and the look, but you're probably onto something. Anything else as far as free agency, big guy? Yeah, I think we should just note that aside from uh, signing Tremaine Edmonds, the Bears also added linebacker TJ Edwards from the Eagles, yeah. guard Nate Davis uh, from Tennessee, and add that into what they did with trading for DJ Moore. A pretty incredible start to the Chicago offseason. And wasn't he, in terms of tackles for the Eagles, he was, I think, in the top seven in the league, top six in the league, and uh, I think most tackles for the Eagles since 1992. That sounds right. I'll I'll, I'll trust you over Google on this one. Well, last I time got you a very I got a very enthusiastic text from the big guy this morning. Amal was on fire last night and texting him man in the mirror ideas at 5:30 a.m. And then before I could compliment Amal Shaw, he told me. He texted Dustin at 5.30 a.m. because he was flexing himself. When we come back, it is finally man in the mirror. Maher, how can you convince others to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? Exactly right. Observations from Amal Shaw. And then we've got professional handicapper Steve Fezzik joining us at the top of the hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, it's Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. It's the place to be. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this basketball season. You place a qualifying bet and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonuses, and credit use, full terms and conditions available at betriversquares.com. That's betriversquares.com. Okay, Steve Fezzik professional handicapper going to tell you how to win the tournament this year coming up in about 14 minutes as we welcome you back here on sharp money hope you had a good weekend uh it's about to get real ncaa tournament of course getting going this week i'm patrick maher he's amal shaw the big guy dustin sweetelson we've got man in the mirror here there's a couple of things dustin as i go to you you and i are constantly talking about the show constantly talking about ideas when we came up with man in the mirror for a mall. Do you remember what our goal was with this segment? Yeah, to figure out what lessons he learned over the weekend, what got him fired up, just what he was into. And, and uh, you know, it's been a bit of a struggle up until this week. <laughs> I would like to let the audience know, because I learned this about Amal Shaw during the break, his top three musical artists of all time. One, Michael, no, no particular order. No, it was Michael order. Jackson, Michael Jackson, Jim Croce and U2, one of his top five songs of all time, Country Roads by John Denver. So if you're keeping track at home, he loves Michael Jackson, Jim Croce, U2, and he loves to jam out to Country Roads. Did I lie, Amal Shaw? You didn't, but you're not jamming out to Country Roads, right? It's a mood. There's certain mood songs, right? Like there's certain things if you're kind of like getting the energy up, you listen to a little flow rider, depends on what it is. I know you're a big... Uh, Young Jeezy guy. So it just depends on who it is. <laughs> I just have to tell Dustin, I'm terrified today because not only is his energy off the freaking <laughs> charts, but true or false, he was singing Man in the Mirror the whole entire break. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. He also called him Flo Rida, not Rida. Flo, oh, okay. Calm down, kid. Let me tell you something. 80s rap, I would school you. Listen, Kumo D, NWA, 100 Miles and Running, one of the great albums of all time. Come on. You're being a little persnickety, big guy. Okay, uh, a little persnickety. Right, well, I mean, let's he kind of ma- kind of hurt me from doing my job today because he did it for me. I, I got hip hop. Don't stop over here. Correcting me. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I I have no clue what's gotten into my partner today, <laughs> but frankly, I kind of love it. All right, let's get to man in the mirror. Uh, number one, top seeds yeah. proved their worth. What do you got on this? Well, look at the conference tournaments over the weekend, Patrick. And when you look at when you go through all the conference tournament games played over the weekend between Saturday and Sunday, the number of number one or two seeds that got to the conference final and won this thing was outrageous. Just quickly, I want to go over Saturday's games. For example, you had Marquette Xavier, uh, Kansas, uh, Kansas, Texas. There were just so many of these teams in the matchups, uh, San Diego State, Utah State. These are all teams that finished at the top of their league or second in their league, and it was a huge difference in terms of 
from a betting standpoint, you got the teams there that you were expecting to get there. A&M, Alabama, Houston, Memphis, uh, Purdue made it. Princeton, Yale were one and two in the Ivy League. Uh, VCU finishes number one. I think Dayton might have been third in the league, but UMass, Lowell, and Vermont, one, two right there. Uh, VCU won their league during the season. They win the conference tournament. All I'm saying is kind of take the stock of this, and I know we're a year away from this now, but I'm telling you, I keep track of these types of things. Make notes of little things that might benefit you moving forward. And I think betting on teams that have had great seasons like Bama, Houston, all these teams to potentially get deep in their conference tournaments could be a huge edge for you as you look to make bets next year in the conference tournaments. Okay, I I hate to pile on, but who did you say played in the Big East Conference Finals? Marquette and Xavier. Do you have any issues with the way he's saying Xavier, Dustin, or should Xavier. I move on? Technically, the way you're saying it, there's an E in front of it. It's, it's just Xavier. Xavier. All right, fine. Fair enough. 80, Listen, I'm from now, Cleveland. Sam Watch didn't give us any respect. I'm not giving anybody down in Hamilton County any respect. 80. So this is something Fez wants to talk about when he comes in professional handicapper, but Amal Shaw, of course, super sharp. 89% of your bets should be in-game care to elaborate yeah 80 to 90 percent of these because look the reality is unless there's a number that you absolutely love before a game starts especially the dog if you love a dog then you're probably better off taking them early on princeton was a perfect example against yale you never really had an opportunity to get the better of the number they started out i believe nine nothing or 12 nothing against the bulldogs and then as the game progressed yale never really could get over the top uh so to me if you're going to make a play on something like that where you're catching points i would play it pre-game but then if you're looking at in-game, Patrick, the number of opportunities, perfect example, UCLA, uh, Arizona Saturday night, uh, Arizona closed, I think about a one or two point favorite, depending on where you got the number. Arizona in the second half at one point was plus five and a half in-game. Great opportunity if you wanted to take the money line, but five and a half in a game where like the final six minutes was just a one possession game. It was so tight. So you want to get those points at such a premium. doesn't mean you're going to win every time, but I just think over the long haul, you're going to have a much better chance. Let's say UCLA hits the shot at the buzzer and they win the game. No problem. You still win with the five and a half. I, I think the in-play gives you such an advantage in terms of numbers and better lines you can get. And then I'm a big hedger. I know Fez doesn't believe in hedging, and we can get in that discussion at a later time. But to me, it gives you such an opportunity. Perfect example last night in the National Hockey League. The Wild were a big favorite on the road against the Coyotes uh, at Mallet Arena. I think it's Mallet down in uh, Tempe right now. And you see Minnesota falls behind. You could have gotten the Wild at minus 105. Let's say you took them at minus 105. Then in the end game, they have a 4-2 lead. They were a big favorite. You could have put a small price on uh, Arizona to cover your bet on Minnesota. No risk, no loss there because Minnesota ends up losing in overtime. So for me, Patrick, waiting on the end game is the biggest advantage. The rantings of a mad genius just went from the college basketball tournament to hockey. Let's go betting NFL draft futures means constantly adjusting. And I'll support your conversation here with what happened on Friday. Obviously we were live when the news broke that Carolina traded up from nine to one and the bears moved back. Yeah. I think the one thing that got overlooked in the Anthony Richardson phenomenal testing at the combine was the throwing. And the most important thing of a quarterback is CJ Stroud's performance at the NFL combine. And to me, I think Frank Wright and Carolina took notice of this. We see it in the betting markets. Carolina seems like they're going to go with C.J. Stroud at the first overall pick. He's got a tremendous arm. You do lose D.J. Moore in the trade. But if you've got your franchise quarterback coming in, you can find a wide receiver. The running game there with Chuba Hubbard was outstanding last year. I think Carolina could be really dangerous. I understand the pushback against Bryce Young. Five, ten and a half size. You know, Nick Saban said he's been healthy. He got banged up a few times in Tuscaloosa. I don't know what Nick's talking about. He didn't play the one game we saw Jalen Milrose start. I think that was that against AM. I can't remember. But to me, I think you have to pay attention to these markets. And some of these guys are not the slam dunks you may think. I go back way back when Javon Curse was coming out. It looked like Andy Katzenmore was going to be the first linebacker taken in that draft. Curse ends up going ahead of Moore, uh, Katzenmore, has a far better career. And so when you look at these markets, all the money came in on Anthony Richardson. I'm like, this guy could not throw the ball from the Miami Beach into the water and hit anywhere in the water. That's how inaccurate he was at Florida at times. But Stroud and Young, to me, still should have been the prohibitive favorites to go number one. I still think it's going to come down to those two guys. It appears to be the case of Stroud right now as he's become like a minus $3 favorite. So just take a look and pay attention to a lot of the conversation you see. Potentially the Bears are looking at trading back and getting Jackson Smith and Jigba. In terms of betting some of these props, 
Pay attention to what some of the noise is, some of this depth on a team. Look at the current status. Look at contracts as well in terms of when is the guy going to be a free agent? Are they going to potentially move on? Did they not exercise the option on a rookie deal? That could give you some insight in terms of where a team might go in the draft. In your example there, you were trying to illustrate that Richardson couldn't hit the Atlantic Ocean. Fair? Correct. What did I say? Dustin, you wanted to prove and support his point with the text you just sent me? Yeah, so, to Amal's point, I have 95-1 to 1 and 55-1 to 1 on Richardson to go number one. I also have C.J. Stroud at plus 450. Bryce Young is up to plus 350 at a book where I have both of those bets. And eventually, I think I'm just going to have to have money on all of them, lock in some sort of money, because the amounts vary based on what I've had to put down, based on how big the number has been. So, I think with the NFL draft, there's so much we don't know. It's constantly fluctuating. There's no real system to betting it. You just have to be ahead of the market with with logical guessing. Yeah, listen, you bring up a great point. And, Patrick, you know I don't want to give the big guy credit for this, but he made it. I know. I like the fact that you guys are getting along. This helps make my life much easier. Listen, dude, I'm just trying to count the 66 minutes until we're out of here. Uh, The bottom line is I give Dustin credit for the bet he made on Anthony Richardson. But unless your general manager is high or smoking crack, there's no chance you're taking Anthony Richardson. Why would you take this guy? What was it, 53% completion percentage? Just because he looks like Tarzan doesn't mean he's going to be able to make plays. Look, if he has the talent that Cam had, he would have figured out a way to get his team at least to be more competitive in the SEC. I'm not saying you got to go for the trifecta, be the first overall pick, win the Heisman, and win a national championship. Can you just give me one of the three? Two teams going in opposite directions over the weekend. How about the Dolphins? They're looking to load Jalen Ramsey. For a third rounder and Hunter Long, who exactly the Rams, they're unloading. That check is due. They won the title in 21. They totally mortgaged the future of them all. They gave up the 28-year-old superstar for a third rounder and Hunter Long. I tell you, a great move for the Dolphins. People may not have realized this. Jalen Ramsey had a really good year last year quietly for the Rams. Really did. By the way, the last time the Rams made a first-round draft pick was 2016 Jared, Co- Jared Goff. The next time they'll make one, next year. Think about what Les needs doing there. It's wild. We come back. Steve Fezzik, professional handicapper. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.